Welcome back to the Talent Experience Show. I am super excited to bring you a bonus episode of sorts. We started live streaming at Phenom and we want to invite you to check out our live streams. We're going to be streaming on Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So on those three networks, if you follow Phenom, I'll put all of the links in the show notes. You'll definitely get notified when we go live and you can check out these live streams and interact with us. Our live stream show, Talent Experience Live, is hosted by my uh, podcast co-host, Devin Foster, and Natalie McKnight. Super awesome first episode. We're going to run the audio right now on the feed. I hope that you enjoy it, and I hope that you can check out one of our future streams. Thanks. Hey, Natalie. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing all right. Are you excited about Talent Experience Live? How can I not be excited about Talent Experience Live, Devin? <laughs> this is awesome. I feel like Jerry Seinfeld with this brick background. <laughs> What's the deal with Talent Experience? Um, no, but thank you for, for, for joining me today. I'm excited to, to co-host this with you. Um, mm. Of course, Talent Experience Live is our weekly, new weekly show um, on all things HR. So talent acquisition, uh, HR tech, talent management, and everything in between. Um, but enough about what this is about. Uh, Natalie, tell the people who you are, why why yeah. you're on Talent Experience Live. Well, you just found me. Uh, <laughs> really uh, bored and uh, had nothing else to do. So uh, no, I am the senior director of customer success on the uh, U.S. side of uh, customer success for Phenom people, and uh, my role is I lead a team of amazingly talented, wonderful uh, humans who keep our customers happy, successful, drive adoption of the platform, um, and we've really been on the front lines of uh, customers trying to handle what the future looks like, right? So, you know, the before and after I was reading an article um, just this morning about like um, pre and post P90X workouts, like it's like before it was our pre and then post it's this complete transformation, right? So what does that look like for our, for our customers, for businesses all over the world? Um, and I'm really excited. Yeah, this is, um, this is awesome. And you are certainly an expert. You're, you're talking with, uh, people who are, are dealing with this pre uh, P90X and post P90X every single day. And uh, of course, this is live. So we always encourage uh, comments. We want to hear from the people, uh, ask questions, um, you know, sort of entertain us and throw some curveballs. Um, but our goal of, of Talent Experience Live is to uh, tackle the hot topics that are, are, are coming up in HR on a daily basis that your team of wonderful humans, um, unlike the aliens that we have on the marketing side, uh, you know, it deals with. So uh, I know today we do have an exciting topic. It is all around uh, virtual events and live chat. So I, I think my first question for you is, I, I've seen some SHRM, some HCI, a number of articles. Uh, what are some conversations that you are having uh, around this with our current clients and, and prospective clients? Yeah. Um, so like I said, our, our landscape's really changed over the last few months. Um, and I think it's 
really safe to say that a lot of companies, almost all companies are, have been forced to take a really hard look at their processes to understand how they can better rely on technology in an increasingly virtual world. Right. So, um, what does that look like? I mean, you know, we went from, um, many in-person and, and being in the office and, and regularly um, interacting with our coworkers to completely remote, right? In a matter of like a week. Um, so things like that, now that people are, are kind of ramping up for things like um, college recruiting and um, uh, um, career fairs and things like that, how, what does that look like in this new virtual world? So you know, we have a customer that we were talking to recently who uh, they know that they're not going to be able to bring back their full recruiting team, but they're still going to have to hire back uh, thousands of workers, right? So how do they, they, they came to us with their current recruiting process. How do they um, still recruit at the volume they need to recruit at with less people? How do they automate that process? So um, it's been really interesting to get into those conversations with our customers and understand kind of what our capabilities are and how we marry them up with um, what they're expecting to see in the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of took an about face, right? I, I feel like in you know February, March, from my time as, as being a university recruiter, I remember that was preparing, right? Here comes mm-hmm. graduations. Here comes this new class. Here comes all of these fall or excuse me, spring events. And then at the, the drop of a dime, it was like, nope, everything's canceled. Nobody can go anywhere. Uh, it caught everyone off guard. But as we begin to see the country reopen, right, offices, people are starting to go back to work, social distancing, taking precautions, of course. Um, but the idea of events for the fall has to completely have changed, right? Um, mm-hmm. you, you can't meet with hundreds of people and, and talk face to face. Um, and the idea of your biggest worry, I mentioned to, this to you before we hopped on, my biggest worry was was sweating too much during these things because candidates are nervous, nervous recruiters are nervous. Now it's, uh-oh, am I getting a package delivered? Is the, the dog barking in the background? Is my microphone working? Like These are things that it, it, we never take into consideration. And all of these HR go-to kind of news and media are talking about how do you, you know, make your your company culture still stand out? How do you host an event that's interactive that isn't just a webinar and you know talking to however many people are on? How do you uh, do all of these things accurately and still make it desirable to show up? I mean, we saw a number of internships were canceled and and a lot of these pipelines for organizations to get new talent, um, you know. Have, kind of had to reevaluate. We were on a, a webinar, I think two weeks ago at this point, talking about Gen Z and how they're affected. Um, and of course, this goes beyond Gen Z, um, but it's it's certainly interesting, right? Like to, to say the least. Um, and for those of you just joining, this is Talent Experience Live. Um, it is our weekly show that we are going to talk about the, the hot topics in HR. And although I like to think Natalie and myself are, are pretty well-versed. Uh, we'll we'll kind of talk about the, the hot topics, um, bring on a, a, an industry-leading expert that we can interview and, and kind of toss some questions over. And then, uh, of course, show how Phenom can help that at the end. Um, so, Natalie, is there anything that I missed that we should you know pop in there before we talk with our, our first guest? 
I don't know. I mean, we might just want to discuss how much I'm going to miss the candy wall when we finally do get to go back to the office because I don't think that meets CDC guidelines to have a wall of shareable candy in the office anymore. I don't think the candy wall, I mean, life as we know it is going to change. There's no microwave. Um, we we were, had the privilege of getting lunches on Fridays. I think that's out the window at this oh, point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it is what it is. I think we all have to prepare and we're, we're slowly realizing that when things do go back, um, they won't ever be the same, right? And the same goes for recruiting and, and events. Yes, absolutely. Uh, awesome. Well, I think if it's okay with you, I'd like to bring on uh, Jen Nyman, our industry expert uh, in recruiting and, uh, and virtual events. Uh, whether she liked it or not, she's now an expert, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Hey, Jen, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing all right. Doing all right. You can call me an expert anytime you want. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. So, Jen, what we like to do on the show is we always like to give somebody the opportunity to introduce themselves. And we try to do a deep dive on their LinkedIn, of course, before they they join the show. Um, But it's always best to hear uh, from you exactly what your work experience is and, and why we've deemed you this, this expert. Sure. So I have been in recruiting talent acquisition my entire career. So we're talking 13-ish years. Um, I started with a recruiting agency. So um, on the agency side, doing contingency recruiting in the healthcare space, a little different than what I'm doing now in tech, but um, recruiting for hospitals and and home and hospice um, organizations and nursing homes and pharmaceutical companies. And then I decided I wanted to go in-house and started working at Phenom, of course. So I head up our recruiting efforts here in the U.S. I was um, responsible for staffing up our new office in in Rotterdam, which was fun. Um, But you know, in general, we're a small team. So I get involved in in more than just the typical recruiting. I, you know, a lot of employee engagement um, initiatives and HR initiatives. And right now, as an organization, what we're we're so focused on is just keeping everyone connected and and keeping our experiences for our employees, for our customers, our candidates as you know engaging as they can be virtually. That's me. Awesome. That is you. And you recruit for customer success. And I just absolutely adore you. I don't know what Aww. magic you have <laughs> to, to find the people you do, but it's always amazing. Oh. Well, I'm um, glad that way. Thanks. <laughs> um, so obviously, recruiting today looks a lot different than it has years ago and just months ago, right? So what, uh, what changes have you seen? I mean, it's you know, it's obviously completely different, right? We can't um, engage candidates in person. We can't showcase our culture and our office and our candy walls. Um, you know, we can't shake people's hands and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's completely different, right? Um, and, and at first we were kind of nervous, like, how are we going to do this? And thinking you have to reinvent the wheel. And, and it, it's not really doing that. It's really just thinking about you know, what you showcase, you know, when you're in person and how you can kind of recreate that virtually, whether that's events or whether that's, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, just how we can kind of get that same impact virtually. Mm-hmm. Now, Jen, you you teased virtual events there um, and we teased it a little bit in, in the intro, right? Um, so my question for you, and I think it's a question that a, a lot of people are asking right now is, 
why are our virtual events so important? And do you feel that organizations truly need them, right? If they have, um, you know, outreach uh, from LinkedIn campaigns or any sort of campaigns, um, why do you feel that virtual events are important? And is it something that everyone needs? Yeah, I mean, they're the only option right now to really have that kind of engagement that can be two way and to, you know, to really showcase um, in a more living, breathing way, you know, who you are as a brand. So, I mean, absolutely. I think that that um, and, and the thing about the events is, I mean, there are there are different kind of events, right? So people think, oh, I don't need a career fair, but there's more than that. And, and depending on the resources and the technology and the strategies that you have, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways to engage candidates virtually, but certainly I think the events are important. Yeah, definitely. So you touched on this a little bit, um, how, you know, we really pride ourselves here at Phenom um, on the culture that we have in the office. We talked a little bit about um, missing that, that interaction. Um, and it's not just us, right? It's other companies too. It's, it's part of the experience of, of interviewing and um, feeling like you're part of the culture. So right. how are you guys sharing this during the work from home world? What, what are some of the things that you're doing? So from a candidate perspective, I mean, right, you know, when this happens, what we immediately did was looked at our, our process, our current um, candidate kind of journey and, and, and thought about what in that process we could recreate virtually. Um, and obviously we can't do everything. You know, we used to send people home with um, like a Hershey kiss after their interview. Obviously we, we, we are not doing that, but we're trying to think of ways that we can. So Again, I mean, keeping your employer brand in mind. So like one thing that we always did was was had candidates um, provide a video before their interview of which one of our core values they identify with. You know, obviously no reason that we can't just continue to do that. So we have. Um, we've created a culture, sort of a culture welcome video to Phenom that I have sent, you know, either prior to somebody interviewing with a hiring manager so they can kind of see and feel and, you know, um, experience the culture or even um, looking at having it sort of in a waiting room when they're actually waiting to do the interview. So again, to, to kind of um, convey that culture, we've been looking at some cool stuff with VR, like having people actually in a waiting room. And, and um, so it feels, you know, like our company, um, you know, branding, we've tried to continue to do that as well. We've created zoom backgrounds um, for our interviews that are phenom branded, obviously, so they can be consistent Um so I think, you know, things like that, we're, we're constantly working to continue to do and create that experience. Yeah. My uh, culture video hopefully never sees the light of day again. Mm -hmm. I uh, had, had no idea what I was doing. I don't know. Your core value video, you mean? Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> I did curiosity and it was just so, it, it's funny because it was so bland <laughs> and every core value video that I feel like I get gets more and more creative. I know. For, like with candidates. Like Brendan, who's on my team, oh, Brendan came down a slide that. in a full suit. Yeah. And I'm like, this never would have come to mind for me. No. Um, but it's such a cool part of our culture. You're right. It that it's very easily continued in this world and appreciated too. You learn so much about people right. uh, okay. that way as well. And, and the other good thing is we're able to really engage our team. So, you know, we're making an offer and we have the actual team make an offer video. It's, you know, harder to pin people down in an office, but we were able to pin people into a Zoom meeting so the whole team could sort of welcome people into the team. So, 
you know, there are benefits of certainly doing this as well. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I joined Phenom before any of this fun stuff was happening where, where videos were sent out and everything like that. But it, it's awesome to see this continuing to evolve, right? And continuing to showcase the culture. Um, and for those of you who are, are just joining us, uh, this is Talent Experience Live. We are joined by Jen Nyman, our virtual recruiting expert. I'm Devin Foster, and we have Natalie McKnight. Um, Jen, the next question uh, that I have for you, because I remember when I was recruiting, uh, I had to remember certain things like the little tchotchkes that I would bring to events, whether it be a USB port, pens. Obviously, we're not handing out Hershey Kisses for in-person interviews. Right. We're certainly not handing out little tchotchkes at events. So what are important, like a, what's a checklist, if you will, of things to remember when conducting a successful event? Right. So, I mean, for one is just the technology. I mean, no matter how good it is and no matter how good you are at using it, things go wrong. So testing the technology, making sure everyone knows how to use it. Um, You mentioned earlier the webinar about Gen Z. I mean, I think especially if you're doing an event that's for Gen Z, like a career fair, I mean, making the registration, making the process of, you know, going to the event easy is, is critical. If people have to fill out too much information, then they're not going to. So I think, you know, that is something to be really aware of. I think making sure your your employees internally are prepared, you know, that there's a moderator, obviously, that that knows what their strategy is, that there's maybe other internal employees there to kind of facilitate conversation if needed. Um, you know, those things are important. I think also, you know, just in general, making sure the content is creative and engaging in general, because, you know, in a, in a job fair, I mean, people are right there in front of you, but when you're virtually, you can, they can walk away at any second and sign off, right? So you have to try to really make sure that you're kind of, you know, keeping the content engaging quickly. I would say those are things that come to mind right off the bat. Yeah. So I know that Phenom doesn't really do too many events in the summer, um, you know, with fall recruiting kind of in the back of your mind and the calendar coming up. Um, what are some of the things that you're going to be planning to do? What, what do some of those events kind of, how do you envision them going, um, moving forward? Yeah. So, I mean, we've been in touch with a lot of the college career centers in terms of job fairs and I mean, everyone is doing things virtually. So, um, we will be consistent with that. Um, a lot are doing it through, you know, handshake is, is how they have a lot of those career fairs. So, We'll be doing that. Um, we're also looking at doing, um, in addition to career fairs, doing some more info sessions, if you will, or q and I think um, in addition to recruiting candidates right now, it's also important that we're getting our name out. We're promoting, promoting awareness and we're, again, showcasing our brand. So having um, you know, a Q&A, whether it's with our sales team is one thing we were thinking of, or just you know, high... Um, demand types of positions where people can go and potential candidates can, you know, ask questions just about working at Phenom in general um, and have that two-way communication is something that we're thinking about doing in the fall as well. That's, that's awesome. It's, it changes everything, right? Um, (laughs) It is, it is not something that I I think any of us are used to. Um, And you mentioned a lot of communication, communication typically happens in person, right? Right. Um, So, Right now, um, with everyone being work from home and maybe not being accessible, not being on their email all day, uh, what are the best ways that you've seen when it comes to communicating um, before events, after events? Um, 
how are, how are candidates responding? What's the, yeah, the best way I to mean, get in touch with them? I think just, first of all, it's just increasing the frequency in general. I think more is more right now um, in, in this time. So, um, I mean, certainly I always use texting to, to communicate with candidates through our, you know, through our platform because it's quick. People respond fast. And when you're busy recruiting for a lot of different, you know, roles, it's great to, um, you know, to have that quick response. So certainly with texting, but, but I mean, these days, especially since everything virtually people are hungry for that human interaction. I mean, we're certainly using zoom even more than we were before. I'm certainly picking up the phone more than I ever was. Um, but the texting will always be a primary communication, the campaigning, um, you know, to a targeted group is always great. And then of course, social media as well, you know, creating buzz through social media, whether it's, you know, through hashtags or promoting content, um, has been really effective as well. Yeah. So what about live chats? Um, you know, do you see that as something that will help, you know, these future events or your recruiting strategy at all? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the main, I think, point of these events is to engage. And the best way to engage people is to have that two-way communication. If I'm a candidate and I know that when I log on, I'm going to be able to get an answer from this company in a pretty immediate fashion from a real person. I mean, there's that, that would be enough of a reason for me to go versus just listening to something where I didn't have that kind of communication opportunity. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there is a, a fine line, right? When you think of events in person, you individuals come up to your booth or your station um, first to learn about the organization, right? A, a lot of companies aren't necessarily household names. Uh, right. They want to learn about the positions. And then if they have enough interest, there's that back and forth communication. So right. live chat may be something that will, will certainly help with that uh, in the future. Right. Now, Jen, before we let you go, uh, I have another question for you that we didn't send over. You weren't prepared for it or anything at all, but I, I promise it's your not. Face. I can see <laughs> it in your face. Yep. So we talked about the Phenom snack wall and <laughs> you know that being non-existent in the future. During quarantine, and this question's for you as well, Natalie, what has been your go-to snack? Oh, gosh. I am a cheese doodle girl. I just like <laughs> the cheese doodles. Although I'll tell you, it's hard when you're working at home because then the cheese gets on your computer and it's not the best when I'm working. But I would say always cheese doodles are, uh, are my go-to snack. And it's something we don't have in the snack wall at no. Maybe for no. that. No. I don't think I don't think cheese doodles would do well in the tube thing. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. But for me, it does well. It may prevent people from shaking hands though, because then you're not exchanging orange dust orange all the time. Fingers. Yeah, no <laughs> I think we just came through with a medical breakthrough. <laughs> um my favorite snack I would say is probably potato chips and French onion dip. It's just mm. so good. Yeah, it's one of like we have to ban them from the house because my husband and I both are eating way too many potato chips in quarantine. So good. Yeah. And it wouldn't be fair if I asked this question and didn't answer it myself. Uh, I'm a huge fan of string cheese. I Ooh, never oh, ate I it pre uh, pre quarantine, but now I'm I'm going through. Three What's your go to string cheese? What what brand? Uh, Polio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you get the do you get the ones that are like twisted with the two different types of cheese? I have like those are 
I'm not a not big fan of those. They're not as good. Mm-mm. You need that full impact of the, like the mozzarella impact. Yes. Yeah. Well, cool. Jen, thank you so much for joining us and taking time out of your busy day. Um, we, we appreciate it. And sure. We wish you to stay safe, stay healthy, right? Thanks. You guys too. Thanks, cool. Jen. All right. Talk to you later. So, Natalie, we learned a lot there, including a, a medical breakthrough around cheese doodles. Um, but uh, we, we certainly talked about virtual events and communication, which is huge, um, which I think brings us to our next guest, um, who is going to talk to us a little bit more about events um, and live chat at Phenom. So with that, we'll bring on Jesus. Awesome. Hey, Jesus. Hey, guys. What's Jesus, up? How are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. We hear, um, actually, we don't hear. We know you are the, the <laughs> expert here at um, when it comes to virtual events, uh, landing pages, stuff like that, and also the new innovation around live chat. Yeah, um, so absolutely. I think, Natalie, if it's all right with you, I'll hand the floor over to Jesus and, and we can kind of pepper him with whatever questions we feel. Sounds awesome. Great. So um, I think probably what's best is maybe I give you a, a quick rundown of what I just created. So um, I actually just created a, a dummy event and maybe I can just sort of show you, I know you guys talk with Jen and, and there was a lot of discussions about engaging with candidates. Um, and I think live chat just really plays that key role with keeping engaged in a virtual world. Um, so let me share my screen and hopefully this works. I know last time Devin, you and I got on, uh, you know, had some, technical difficulties but hopefully you guys can see my screen this time we did but thumbs up yes we can look at that see yes. we took <laughs> jen's <laughs> advice on preparing <laughs> technology and we've knocked it out of the park dude i'm i'm doing really good now then <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah so um i think jen really made a really crucial point about staying engaged with candidates and you know, everyone's talking about webinars and um, how to promote your brand. And I think webinars are absolutely a fantastic idea when it comes to some of these virtual events. Um, but I feel we we at Phenom always thought, you know, I think I think we can do a little more, right? How do we how do we communicate with candidates in a real time during specific times of of an event? Um, you know, it could be during the length of the event. It could be something that you know maybe happens. Like a, like a virtual break, right? Like maybe you have a, a long day event, you have a virtual break in between, like a Q&A type of session. Um, I think Jen also mentioned a lot about, you know, these Q&A type sessions that, you know, our HR teams are having with candidates where they can come in and just talk to a live, like a recruiter and just, you know, ask questions. Um, I think this is a really neat way to really promote our brand um, or any brand really. Uh, but Here's what I created. It's it's kind of bland. It's it was very last minute, but you know I created this quick event. Um, it's again, there's not not a lot of not a lot of data here. It's really just meant to showcase um, how you can stay connected to your candidates. Um, a lot of customers are really aware of our chatbot and 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 are aware and uh, and used to this icon here. Um, so we've actually brought our live chat events into. Um, our bot experience. So there's a lot really that we can do here. So, you know, maybe you're having a webinar, maybe you're sh- sharing these URLs with your candidates. Um, you know, it's it's really just an easy way for us to collect some data from the candidate and be able to um, 
talk to this candidate directly. Let me just enter my email address here. Um, I'll just sort of show you what this looks like. It's it's actually really neat. So um, for those familiar and, and used to um, our CRM experience, um, you probably have seen all of this, but we do have a new icon here called live chat. Um, essentially this live chat experience will really get your candidates over to, um, you know, talk to you when some of these events are happening. So bear with me just a second. Let me just make sure that this is connecting through. Um, let me just try one thing here. So Jesus, just to, yeah. to, to give a, a quick question with this, you are going to play both roles of the recruiter yes, I am. and the candidate. Yes, I am. So, this is interesting. I hope you. I hope the questions <laughs> go well. I hope you know the answers. Dude, um, <laughs> me too, man. I have a lot of questions. About I, I I ask myself a lot of hard questions, and um, I also like to introduce myself to just random facts. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask that fact. Hold on. Okay. So so this is this is sort of what the experience looks like. So you kind of see a chat came in. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a pretty 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 intuitive. Um, screen here. Let me just move this uh, over here. Um, so this is my candidate. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take this chat, but you know, me being a candidate, um, I'm going to ask a hard question. And, okay. and, and that's the experience, right? You know, yeah. you, you have you have your candidates that might have questions about a specific job, a specific rec, or maybe benefits or whatever. Um, your candidates can quickly ask these questions directly via the chatbot experience. Um, and you as a recruiter can just quickly respond back to them. Yeah, so this would be something that's separate from, you know, typical FAQs. Um, yeah, absolutely. What is company culture like or something like that? Or, you know, things I just birds. learned <laughs> facts about hummingbirds. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, but, you know, obviously no, no candidate is going to ask these types of questions, but this is just sort of to give you that experience of what it looks like, you know, from a, from a candidate perspective, you know, you can do this on a mobile device. You can be on your career site. You can be on an event page on, on a mobile device. You can be on a desktop. You can be on a tablet. Um, this is really designed to be a mobile first experience. Um, so we thought about every single aspect. Obviously our chatbot is, is widely used. Um, we found that desktop, is probably the the least used um, medium. Uh, we found a, a lot of our customers or, or user base are really on mobile. Um, so even this live chat experience can be handled on a mobile device from a candidate perspective. Um, and, and Jesus, that makes sense. I mean, from right. our conversation with uh, with Jen earlier, she said she's communicating via text with right. a number of her candidates. Absolutely. Um, so you know that makes sense that mobile would be the way that they're interacting here. For those of you just joining us, uh, this of course is, is talent experience live. We're on with product manager here. Uh, Jesus, he's walking us through live chat. Um, and this is, this is really, really cool and really powerful. Yeah. Jesus. Um, Natalie, do you have any questions uh, around this aside from hummingbird questions, of course, because I think now we have a lot. I do. I'll take those offline. <laughs> but, no, I think, you know, I just, I envision this being so valuable if you're right. running this virtual event, right? And it's for Penn State and Penn State's huge. 
And, you know, they have to host it, right? They're the ones that are probably going to have some form of technology that's hosting it. And what will their process be as candidates kind of come in and have questions for each of these different vendors? So just having this available to say, hey, if you just want to reach out to us directly, you know, we have our live chat open. You know, I'm, I'm here, I'm on my phone, I'm still sharing my screen, I'm still interacting and doing my presentation, but I also have that ability to answer questions directly, which I just think is really awesome um, and really, really valuable, I think, because you can't get that face-to-face interaction and, and personal experience, but you can still feel it um, and being able to answer questions in real time. Absolutely. And 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 that's that's really the, the power of live chat here is, you know, even if you think about Gen Z or millennials, right, everyone always wants that personal experience um, or, or the ability to really talk to someone, um, especially even more now during a virtual world. Um, in the past, obviously, when you had like these face-to-face events, it was a little easier to talk to, you know, um, a booth staff or somebody that was manning that event. Um, but this really, this really brings that experience into the virtual world. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jen had spoken about the different types of events, right? And and one of them she mentioned was Ask Me Anything or, or AMAs. Right. Uh, and I can really see a use case here for a question that may not pertain to the broader audience, uh, but may be specific to the one individual, right? Um, so it's saying, hey, you know, let's take this offline. Let's hop over into a, a chat right now. Um, and you can begin to answer those questions and really build rapport with your candidates. Um, yeah, making absolutely. It, um, taking it past that step of just sharing information and, and truly answering questions that, that make the most sense for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Completely agree. And, you know, even, even if you're not doing, you know, a, um, a, a school fair, maybe if you're doing like a career fair, this is, this is just an easy way for you to really build that rapport with candidates. And it's all built into the CRM. So, you know, you're talking to me as an example, I'm talking to myself, of course, but you know, I can quickly come in here and find my own profile if I wanted to. And, you know, add info to it, look at my own resume if I've submitted it, or even go as far as, hey, maybe I'm a great candidate because I know these hummingbird facts, but maybe I'm a great fit for this company. You know, I can quickly just come in here, schedule an interview with myself after, you know, having these one-to-one conversations. Sounds like you're really just going deep about learning about yourself. (laughs) And so philosophical. I I truly hope that you are able to get past the interview process um, if you're interviewing with yourself. Because if not, we we have a whole whole bunch of other issues. Listen, um, I think I'm does, tired. I think that I'm does tired. give me a follow-up question, though. Um, so does the chat save to a candidate's record? So can you go back and view um, that interaction? So yes, absolutely. You can go back and view that interaction. Um, it'll be part of the candidate profile if the candidate does give us enough information about themselves. Um, so you notice probably in this case, I'm an anonymous candidate. Um, it is an, it's treated sort of as an anonymous conversation. Um, so we won't necessarily, at least in this case, obviously it's me, you guys know it's me, but, um, in this scenario where it's an anonymous user, we don't necessarily store that with the candidate profile because, you know, we, we don't know who the candidate is, um, Mm -hmm. in a scenario where they do give us information beforehand, 
Um, kind of like what I showed you with the event experience where they give us their name and email address. Um, you can always go back to the candidate profile and, and, and review that conversation. Awesome. That's super, great. Super cool. No, and I, I mean, just a, another HR use case for it, it's saving there is, is compliance, right? Um, yep. Is being able to have that record of engagement between you and the, and the candidate. Uh, I know it feels like years ago at this point, but we did an SMS horror stories on if you don't have SMS syncing with your CRM. And I think that the same use case goes here. If you're using a live yep. chat service that isn't connected to your CRM, there's a good chance that that could, you know, fall through the cracks. I know Absolutely. when it comes to logging stuff, I am one of the laziest people that there is. So <laughs> I know that there are more people like that. We would like it to be um, automated there. So this is, this is truly awesome, Jesus. I really appreciate you awesome. taking the time. Um, and of course, you're not getting out of this easy as well. What Never do. Your go-to <laughs> quarantine snack. I knew that was coming up. And <laughs> honestly, if I had the option to skip meal making, I would probably just eat ice cream all day, honestly. Mm. There you go. Like Not breakfast is one. ice cream, lunch is ice cream, dinner is ice cream. But, you know, I got to actually get food in me. At the <laughs> <laughs> Someone's <grill>. hungry. <laughs> uh. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jesus. We appreciate it. Go enjoy your ice cream. Um, and we Thanks will catch up soon. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll awesome. talk later. Thanks, Jesus. This was great. Yeah. So there you have it, Natalie. The the first ever episode of Talent Experience Live. How do you think it went? I think it went amazing. I learned so many new facts that I didn't think I would learn today. And I'm very, I feel I'm, I'm leaving go, feeling very informed. Yes. Which is the goal. That is the, the goal, right? Um, and as I mentioned before, we'll be doing this on a, a weekly basis. Um, so every Thursday at noon, uh, please, please feel free to, to bring your own cheese doodles, potato chips, string cheese, and ice cream. Unfortunately, we won't be providing that at this time. Um, but, uh, no, Social distancing. yes, yes. Um, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're broadcasting live on all platforms. Uh, so definitely check us out there. And thank you again, Natalie, for, uh, for joining me today. This was fun. Thanks, Kevin. This was. See you next week. <laughs> See ya. Bye.